0: Cammy Smith, thank you so much for joining, and so much more. I am here with Dr. Michael O'Neill, and he is the medical director of the Pearson Cancer Center, as well as uh, radiation oncology. Um, and we are actually in the Pearson Cancer Center right now, and so there's a lot happening around us. This is uh, lots of patients coming in and going out, and so it might get a little loud, but we're just going to roll with it. <laughs> um, so. What, what should I call you first? Do you like so Dr. O'Neill?
1: You're welcome to call me Mick.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. All right, Mick. So I Mick, call. tell me a little bit about yourself. What brought you to Centra?
1: So I've been here since 2013 when I finished residency up north in Rochester, New York. Mm-hmm. And we came down to interview. It was February, about really about 11 years from now. And oh, wow. we were wearing t-shirts and we're like, wow, this is awesome. We can... <laughs> enjoy the outdoors all year round yes it's, it's a great place to raise a family so mm-hmm. you know grown since then and just just had a great time I Love
0: yes it. this is an incredible place to be um, gotten to know some of your patients some of the nurses um and it's just an incredible environment it must be so fun to come to work every day with this group of people
1: yes no i genuinely enjoy it i always joke i remind myself how blessed i am every day yeah. we're here still go home and yell at my kids because you know, it's life because <laughs> that's uh, life
0: yes the world keeps but, turning yeah,
1: no it's a great place the staff is amazing mm-hmm. and um yeah, I, I just enjoy meeting people from all walks of life and during a challenging time so we're yeah trying to make that as as easy as we can yeah during that,
0: um so moments. that is one of the reasons why we're here having this discussion. February is uh, cancer awareness month. Um, and so many lives have been touched by cancer in some form or fashion. And so, um, I guess one thing I would love to know is like, what made this particular type of medicine a draw for you?
1: Yeah. So I, that's, that's a great question. I actually struggled with that a lot during medical school is, you know, where was I going to go from here? And, um, I, as I think back on it now, I actually lost mm-hmm. my grandfather to prostate cancer when he was oh, wow. very young.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: was only 63 and he was my best friend. And you know, that probably shaped a lot of things. And I'm reminded of him every day here yeah. when I see people.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but as I was going through you know, the opportunity to get to know people during a challenging time, to have a, a direction to guide them and help them and listen to their story and figure out what makes them go and mm-hmm. how we can help if not cure the cancer, which we can do many times now, but yeah. also help their quality of life. Um, you know, those, all those um, have kind of led me to, to how I practice today and what I like. And
0: about yeah. What I do. So I imagine a huge message is cancer prevention. I mean, you yeah. see so many of these people and you form these great relationships, but the alternative would be health. <laughs> you know, it's... you want them to be outside of the Pearson Cancer Center. And so I, um, there are so many different types of cancer and I think it can feel so overwhelming when you think about all the things that we're told to do, like as far as taking care of yourself and there are obvious ones like, you know, not to smoke and be wary of secondhand smoke and, and health and in and general and getting out and being active. But um, is, what would be your answer to someone who says like, how do I avoid cancer? Just cancer in general, like not even being specific about one particular type.
1: Yeah, I think the the biggest things are trying to live as I'll say simply as possible, but as kind of naturally, you know, making your own foods, avoiding processed yeah. things. Certainly, you brought up the smoking. You know, yes. don't smoke, don't start. Get your loved ones to find ways to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting moving your body. That's that's a huge one. Just mm-hmm. with the way that our bo- our lives are more sedentary now than ever. And yeah. You know, those three simple things probably would um, cut back on a lot of cancers.
0: Yeah. So what would you consider high risk for as far as a cancer approach?
1: So high risk in general means compared to everyone or most people that you meet on the street, you're mm-hmm. going to have a higher chance of developing a cancer. Okay. Sometimes that's related to genetics. You know, we okay. know certain mutations that people have. Um Also, then it's people who, for example, smoke. They're at higher risk of of certain cancers like lung or bladder cancer. Yeah. And so depending on the category, that's Mm -hmm. where you fall in to a high risk. So
0: does prevention look different for someone who maybe has some genetic markers?
1: Yes, that would. And that... We have a wonderful genetic counselor here that okay. if people are diagnosed or have family members who are diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. she can talk and say, hey, is that something that may be linked to a genetic predisposition that yeah. we want to know about and, and work on? So, okay. Um,
0: what about screenings? I know that's something that um, at this point in my life, I'm finding myself going to many, many screenings, but um, so, what would you suggest as far as um, and I know if you just Google this, you'll see something, but I would love your expert opinion on when to start getting specific screenings and where to begin?
1: Yeah, so it's always evolving, and that's okay. part of the challenge. Um, there are some big groups that put together recommendations based on studies, okay. and they tend to guide us as to when things are most appropriate mm-hmm. and for breast cancer, for example, usually it's around 40 to 45, you're going to want to get your first mammogram to have a sense of you know, what that means, what that looks like. Yeah. Sometimes it can be earlier if mm-hmm. there's a risk in the family. Um, for example, for um, colon cancer screening, colonoscopies, mm-hmm. they uh, have moved the age younger as we've seen more yeah. people with colon yes. cancer at earlier ages. So that's now 45. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really just depends on the cancer. So most primary care doctors are amazing about helping people get to where they need to. Yeah. Um, And also always welcome to call us here. Mm -hmm. We have people who are dedicated to certain cancer types that can help say, hey, yeah, you need to think about this.
0: Yeah, and something I thought was very cool. So the first time I ever had, it was a skin cancer screening. I actually came here, and it was a a free cancer screening clinic that you guys were having here. And um, I was so nervous, (laughs) Um, but it was incredible. Like somebody met me right at the door and walked me back and helped me, you know, just walk through the whole process. And it made me feel so much more comfortable It kind of broke down the stigma. I think I had. And so what do you guys have many of those like free clinics Mm -hmm. available?
1: Yeah. So one of our goals over the last few years has been to increase the availability of screening to everyone. Right. So for example, you mentioned the skin cancer Mm -hmm. screenings. We have at least two of those here. We've had Mm -hmm. one in Bedford, one in Farmville the last year. Um, we're doing some events. There's the mammography van that goes around the community. Um, and you're right i think that's probably the biggest concern for people is what is what does screening look like yeah and I, is people going to be poking prodding me mm-hmm. um you know people are often very scared to have a colonoscopy right i mean yes cameras up body parts are not the most. <laughs> it fun doesn't sound general.
0: wonderful <laughs>
1: um but there are other ways to go about that right there's something called um Cologuard or or they can test the stool where you send it off oh okay um
0: that sounds a little bit better
1: yes exactly, <laughs> exactly um you know lung cancer screening usually involves a CT scan okay and um that's typically all these are also paid for by insurance that people yeah. get nervous about right like am I going to get stuck with extra bills mm-hmm. and, and um and so there are lots of ways to go about it
0: okay um I feel like we've covered so much information and and you know Feel free to stop and rewind and stop and rewind um, to listen to this. But I do want to ask you before we kind of close up, if you could give someone advice right now, like if it's like the biggest takeaway for a a potential patient, hopefully not going to be a patient, what would it be?
1: Probably the stuff I mentioned in the beginning. I mean, Mm -hmm. move your body, try to make your own food, you know, eat as much as you can that comes without being processed. Uh, I know it's hard in today's world that we're all very busy. Um, And then, you know, don't start smoking.
0: (laughs) Yes, don't Uh start smoking. No, that's a great message and um, I know we all want to take care of ourselves and we all have people that we love that we want to take care of and we hope that they'll take care of themselves as well. So um, as we're in this month, I encourage you to maybe take some opportunity to learn a little bit more about cancer and prevention um, and all of the things that that comes with because it could, you know, could save your life and save the lives of your loved ones. Um, and so you can also go to our website and we have lots of information there as well, Central Health. Um, And thank you for watching today on And So Much More.